friendship. Let's tune into Brad and Brit. It is the Brad and Brit cast, our uh, second one for the week. We're glad you're with us live in the 1.30 hour Eastern time on uh, various, uh, various platforms, including Unarmed Forces Radio. That's right. If you're uh, overseas <laughs> and forces. you're just a civilian, you're part of our Unarmed Forces and you can hear us today. Isn't that the dream of the left to make them Unarmed Forces? Yep. Isn't that on Fox News tonight on the stupid Tucker Carlson show, yeah. they're trying to make them yeah. into the Unarmed Forces. Let's, uh, <laughs> let, let, let's talk here for a, a moment, if we can, uh, about the idea that uh, we really are going to need some vaccination identification going forward okay to prove that we're vaccinated so that you know concerts and movies and theme parks and and, and everything else mm-hmm. can open just a bit more safely right. going forward knowing I think we're for well that. that if you can't if you can't show that you have been vaccinated then you have to uh, uh, step to the side and leave and come back and we'll give you a coupon for, for three dollars. You know, there's some way to, to mitigate when they have to kick people out. But when, when uh, I was uh, when, after I got the second shot, the woman comes up to me in the recovery area and she goes, make sure you take a picture of your card so that you can have it in the cloud or whatever. If you ever have to show it in an airport or something, you'll have it with you in case you lose the little physical card. That's what the woman said to me. I don't know if they said that to you when you got yours. No, they, they didn't say it. You, you know what uh, I did? And, and uh, apparently there are a couple things here, and, and we'll get back to my main point, which I'd probably take 20 minutes to get to anyway. <laughs> yes, so yes, yes, We're perfectly within yeah. our bounds to sidetrack ourselves, okay? <laughs> and I, you should be joining in on that. Um, uh, apparently, you're not, you're not supposed to laminate it, you know, take it to oh, uh, really? someplace and put official because uh, down the road, you may have to get a booster shot. And Interesting. Now, what I did is I took, uh, and I'm a professional at this. I've been doing this for years with lots of things like that. I took uh, uh, Scotch Magic Tape. Here's some right here in a yeah. in a dispenser. There it is. Oh yeah, for everybody to see. Uh, and uh, I put it all around the card perfectly. And of course, now on Scotch Magic Tape, you can still write. Okay, mm, you could, yeah. You could, yeah. You still write. Which, by the way, when that came out. When that was invented, it was mm-hmm. the biggest deal. That's really? One of, that's one of the most unheralded kind of brilliant convention inventions mm-hmm. ever. Because up until then, it, I don't know I, I don't know if I was in second grade or what, whenever it happened. Right. It was brilliant because up until then, all you had was that, that you know, the, the, uh, the regular scotch tape, mm-hmm. which, of course, turned into that famous uh, piece on Saturday Night Live in the first few years, the Scotch Tape Store. Look that one up if you haven't seen it. It's, it's a classic. Good. Of course, Scotch um, tape story. Scotch magic but, tape but, invented by Michael Nesmith's mom from the monkeys. That was what. <laughs> oh, no, no. Sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> Further distraction. Get back to your point. And I don't think you can white out on Scotch tape. No, but, you but, can't. Uh, uh, so, the, so the point is, anyway, so we've, we've got our, our, our little cards here, and, and, and we're good. And what has this turned into? Guess mm. what? Mm. Left versus right. Conservatives mm. versus liberals, the oppression of the unvaccinated by the vaccinated, the looking down at people who don't have a vaccination and discriminating against them. And wait, wait, 
there's more. You ready? It's how come the same people who are against voter ID right. are for vaccination ID? Right. What a bunch of hypocrites. Okay, so now I've laid out the, the idiocy. Yeah. That is the idiocy the of it. Wait, wait, hang on. There's I more. Forgot. We're having dessert. And what do you have to always put on top of the dessert at the end? A cherry. Put Here's a cherry. A cherry. Ready? This is like 1937 Nazi Germany, where you had to identify yourself as a yeah. Jew. And right. this is the same thing. You're going to stick This is a tattoo on your wrist, identifying right. you as a Jew or a right. gypsy or a, a gay, right? Right, right. So um, let's, let's work backwards and start with that one on why having a vaccination card, a little card, that says you've been vaccinated is not equivalent to show us your papers. Are you a Jew? If you are, you may step on the train to the left. Yeah, if yeah. you're not, then you may uh, go home and, and cook dinner to the right. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, it's obviously not the same. It no. has nothing to do with, with anything. Why is it not the same? To, to explain to people really to kind of break this down as to why it's not the same. I don't have to because it's not. Because it <laughs> the one has is it because the, the people who got the tattoos on their arms went and got gassed and then were murdered yeah, and their entire right. families were murdered? Was that is that part of the reason it's not the right. same? Right. <laughs> I mean, if right. I had to guess. Right. And 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 and, and if I can borrow the the uh, idiotic argument from a few moments ago, um, the people who are. Uh, saying that voter ID is definitely the greatest thing in the history of the world. We'll always point to you have to have uh, ID to, to buy beer. Well, yeah. I don't, you don't, but people who look, you know, 20. <laughs> exactly. Do, okay? But we all don't have to have it. But, and, and you have to have it to get on uh, an airplane and things. And, and, and by the way, the, the argument on air travel works in reverse because we have all said, hey, you know what? That's for public safety. That's for everybody's good. We have consensus that to make air travel safer than it was before 9-11, we need to be able to, is it a perfect list? By the way, we haven't had any planes fly into any buildings for 20 years, just in case anybody hasn't noticed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, has anybody uh, equated getting on an airplane and having to show an ID with Nazi Germany? The answer is no, because it isn't. It isn't. And in this case, public health in general is even a wider net, a wider scope of, of endeavor than flying on an airplane. Flying on an airplane is very voluntary. So is going to a concert or, or, mm-hmm. or somewhere else. That's true. But going to a restaurant, uh, you, you know, you don't have a you don't have a right to go into a restaurant, even a restaurant. There's no constitutional right to that. Not. Of course not. And 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 right now, I think New York State is at the forefront on this one, and they're not working with the federal government. I think they're working with Google or someone like that. To to oh, we can't trust Google. Hey, guess what? They already know every. If you've been on the internet for for uh, five minutes in the last twenty five years, your shit's already moving around. So That's hilarious. please, not not with the vaccination. Uh, we can't trust Google. Like half of the businesses in America have some sort of cloud storage or something with Google. Like officially, they pay them money. If they don't, and by can't trust Amazon. Well, guess what? Most of the web services on most of the businesses in America right. are dealing with, and a lot of government too. Amazon servers. That's how it works. Sorry. Right. And uh, it, it, it's such an obvious thing. And uh, again, 
Apparently, we cannot learn. We cannot learn from other countries on something like this. No. We're not no. allowed to because we're the United fucking States of America, land of free morons and home of idiots. Because I'm sure, and I, I mean, look this up. I'll bet if I look it up, it'll be true. But I don't know that it's true. I just think it is. I'm guessing that Israel, Israel, which is uh, one of the model countries mm-hmm. in terms of how they've uh, uh, approached this, I'll bet you that they require people to prove that they've been vaccinated, although they've probably gotten close to herd immunity in the country. They Very close. They need it soon. Right. Uh, but we're not even close to that yet. And uh, to me, that is the most simple, basic public health measure we can take. It should go along with the famous wash your hands, social distance, wear a mask, and make sure you have your ID with you. I don't know whether this happens to you a lot, but every once in a while, I still walk out of the house and I forget the mask. And if I haven't put a bunch in the car, I do have to walk back in the house. And yeah. Get one happened to me the other day. Big deal. Yeah. It happens uh, It's stores and stuff where I kind of walk out. Shit, right. I don't happen. But I, like you say, I've got two or three in the car usually on at any given time. And yeah. I grab one and go back in. Yeah. And, and, and the very idea, the very idea that uh, everybody isn't going to benefit from showing vaccination IDs and having the reassurance that, that the people around you really did. It. Oh, wait, I got another argument against it. You ready? You know, Britt, the amount of fraud, the black, the black market in false identification. For, now, think about it. And I, and I know that, that we can go back to one of my original theses of uh, more than 20 years ago, which is that the Internet will ruin the world. Okay? Yeah. And yeah. be kind of connected to that. But so we have people in this country. Ready? We have people in this country that would rather go to the, the pain and suffering and take the time to get a fake ID to right. show that they got a vaccination when they didn't get the vaccination, as opposed to just getting it, which very soon, if not now, in a lot of places, is just like uh, walking into a drugstore and buying a pack of gum. It's going to be that easy really, right. really soon. So the, the, the black market uh, argument I think is pretty stupid too. Well, you could, I mean, you could fake it. I'm sure if any, any 14 year old with a computer would be able to get that CDC thing and then white it out. And put, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that could happen if you really, really wanted to, but there wasn't a, you know, they did their best to standardize the form with a little card, but every different, every different health department and entity that I've seen had a different way of mine had a little stamp on it. Yours had a little stamp on it. Sometimes they initialed it. It looked very different, but you know, again, I, if you're just going to go to all that, why don't you just go ahead and just get the shot? It is a lot of, I don't think that's not going to be the, the, uh, the issue. It's going to be electronic. It's going to be on your phone. I hope so. Let's pick a, a, a company that we all have dealt with over many, many years that figured out a way several years ago to embed into your phone an absolute solid, almost unbreakable method of identification. The answer is Ticketmaster. Mm-hmm. Isn't it amazing? Ticketmaster figured that out when yeah. they first started. I thought, how are they ever going to do this? And they did it. Yeah. You know, you buy a ticket now, 
and uh, you know they send you the the, the code, and, and it's got that that uh, that, that barcode thingy. It's the barcode, right? Whatever, whatever it is, and it works. You go to a concert, you, you hold up your phone, and wham, right in. And clearly, there's no doubt about the fact that this could be done. Maybe not exactly like that. Uh, and, and by the way, I don't want Ticketmaster to be involved because it'll cost me three dollars every time I go into a store. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you'll never be able to transfer. <laughs> you, you see what I did there? You see, well, aren't there? we? Don't you, we get people, to? People think Ticketmaster cars they they're too expensive and they charge too much. <laughs> you know that one, in, Don't you? Don't you think that? Uh, don't we get some pushback from this thing? Is uh, the mark of the beast people as far as the card itself being some sort of iteration of the mark of the beast? Aren't the, aren't the the religious idiots doing some of that stuff as well? I ha- I haven't heard that, but doggone yeah. it, I like. It. Yeah. And I think it's also. I mean, they've also tried to do it with the shot itself. That that's the mark of the beast. Every, everything is the mark of the beast to these people. Right. But we we cannot we cannot do uh, anything in this country if everything is subject to veto by the biggest idiots in the country. It, oh it really? Can't work that way. That <laughs> really? would be the t- the tyranny of the minority yeah. on everything, right? So if if one person can figure out how to break the unbreakable code to get a a, a fake vaccination ID on their phone, if one person can do it, then we shouldn't do it at all for the three hundred and twenty nine million other people, right? Isn't isn't that? Which by the way is one of the the arguments uh, for. Uh, uh, all the uh, uh, fake voter integrity measures, because, you know, in the last 20 years, they found, I think, what, like 120 verified cases yeah. of in-person voter fraud. Mo- and right? most so, of them were Republicans. Most of them were Republicans, Republicans doing it. And, 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 and so the the uh, percentages are like point zero 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 one. And because of that, in yeah. addition to other things, we've got to institute just draconian measures to make sure that those those votes never change the outcome of an right. election, right? And, and none of this and, stuff would have prevented any of that stuff. Just like they say with the guns, like none of the stuff that they're talking about now would have prevented like the the fraud that happened in North Carolina, where they harvested all those ballots and shit, right? Right. None of that stuff. It, and it, that's the. It does, I mean, it, it is re- worth reminding that the biggest case of voter fraud we've had this century in North Carolina involved Republicans, a hundred percent. So I mean, it's all of this. But that shit just shows, Britt, That shows the integrity of the Republican Party that they would <laughs> realize. Right. <laughs> okay, I'll stop right there. I'll just stop right there. There is some more. Uh, there, there does continue to be at least some more public sentiment that Delta, Coca Cola, Home Depot, and a lot of those other companies we talked about on yesterday's Brad and Britt cast should probably do something other than issue namby pamby public relations uh, sentiments and statements that don't really say anything and that they should actually get in the game and, and really talk about how the vote in Georgia is being preempted and it's being narrowed down to where only white folks and property owning white males are going to vote. So there, there does seem to be some renewed calls for people to, I don't know, boycott those or at least put some pressure on those companies we talked about yesterday to, to get in the game and, and show something, uh, some balls other than those, those PR statements that were vetted by lawyers that, as I said, uh, didn't really say anything. Well, one of the more idiotic uh, aspects of those statements that you're talking about, um, in addition to playing obvious both sides-ism and whataboutism games, right? We all <laughs> want the votes to count and, and all that, 
is saying that, uh, well, from now on, we're just not going to contribute to uh, political action committees uh, at all. Right. At all. No, 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 that's not the answer. The, no, the answer is you pick out the candidates who support suppressing the vote, who voted for those provisions, and you stop contributing to them, which really means you stop initially contributing anything to the Republican Party at all, up and down the board. That would be a good start. They probably won't do that, though. They're just going to issue, you know, down the middle, irrelevant, don't take a side kind of platitudes like we've been uh, seeing the last few days. So and there are some there are various call, calls for boycotts. As I Google this, they're talking about uh, Georgia black clergymen are urging a Coca-Cola boycott. The same thing for Delta. I don't know what Home Depot, but they're facing some criticism over this as well. Uh, I mean, people people should not stand for this. And these guys have already shown, you know, that they at least allegedly have some sort of sensitivity to the voters and stuff like that. I think people, people should definitely show the displeasure at this. These guys need to get in the game. This is, this is not, again, this is very much like the Trump era. You can't just sit on the sidelines and all of a sudden be Switzerland. I mean, you're involved, particularly if you're a company in Georgia. The Coca-Cola issue to me is the one that's most interesting because at a time when a lot of people didn't want to get involved in the apartheid thing, they were heavily anti-apartheid and, it has. If you go to South Africa, the Coca-Cola brand is ubiquitous. It has brand loyalty has been there for well over a generation of folks, and we're still thankful to Coca-Cola for opposing apartheid. That's the interesting part of this because it's hard to believe, but sometimes doing the right thing is actually a good thing for your business. It, right. it actually doesn't hurt you. It would help you. And I'm not saying that any of these companies should do that uh, as a, uh, a clear-cut business decision thing. Oh, this will help us down the road. But you know what? That wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. If you made the the calculation that uh, you're better off... Uh, let's wind the clock back to, to 1962. 1962, uh-huh. John F. Kennedy is the president and uh, he is proposing civil rights legislation which uh, he will never see come to fruition because he gets assassinated the next year. I wonder, and I don't know if we could even find this, whether at that time Coca-Cola, which, you know, they've been around for, for uh, more than 100 years. It's not like yeah. it was uh, some kind of new thing in Atlanta in, right. in the 1960s. Uh, what was their stance then? South Africa is one thing, okay? Because you right. know what? It's South Africa. It's way over, over there. there. Exactly. It, th- this is here, and and this is now. And I, I wonder what the corporate, and not just Coke, and this is all over the country, civil rights, it wasn't just a Georgia thing then. But I, I, I wonder where corporate America was then. And I know it's not the same as it is now, but you know, in a lot of ways, it kind of is. And, um, you know, we... We talk about well, well. Companies used to be more paternalistic. They used yeah. to. Uh, there was take very care there was there, there was an agnosticism. I thought with politics back during those. Now that's what I've been taught, and that's my perception. I don't know if that in I fact wonder, was true. I wonder. Yeah. If, if, I, I wonder if that's as true as we think it is. Right. Um, because uh, 
you know, hey, Bill Russell was still better than anybody that plays today. I'm sorry. <laughs> At least defensively, that's true. Yeah, I'll say he played better defense than anybody that's on the court. He was a winner, he was a winner in his time. That's all that matters. I'll give um, you – no, it's – I mean, it, I think it's somewhat mythology, but our poli- our political system has always demanded and needed money in order to make it happen. It's always needed corporate money, and corporate money has always been involved. So I, I wonder, you know, and it, I think it was very much the corporate money that was behind that Nixon comeback. There were a lot of people in corporate America, especially in some of the big oil companies, and I think in, in maybe even in some of the big car companies when Nixon came back that were like, yeah, let's give this guy another look. I think that we need this guy back in. So I think that happened, but it, I can't really find any information on Coca-Cola as they were back in the 60s. But, you know, I, I I don't know if they were saying the right thing or at least, you know, putting their money where their mouths was or any of that stuff. But we're, we are in clearly a different era. And these companies have, it became very fashionable about a year ago for them to go, you know, this Black Lives Matter thing, I think we really need to get behind this. I think we really need to do this. And they just cannot mouth... Well, platitudes toward that it didn't just start on may the 25th and it didn't end at the you know at the end of the donald trump presidency you, you well, got to kind of walk it think of the kind of advertising that we're going to see uh going into the summer and and just, just put aside the fact that the olympics are going to be fucked up because there's going to be no spectators yeah, and the, absolutely but, but they're they're pushing through with it so that they can have a big tv show yeah and and all that money will still flow, just like professional sports in the United States had to keep going forward. So that's not true, T. Barry. <laughs> See, he, me that way. He's telling Coke to get on board and do the right thing. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, uh, very often during the Olympics, uh, companies like Coca-Cola and, and Nike and, you know, McDonald's, the, the big worldwide advertisers, they like to run the uh, I'd like to teach the world to sing. Warm, fuzzy. If the world could just uh, get together and and get along the way the athletes get along, but and with what's going on in the United States with voting rights, boy, that sure undercuts any ability to play that game and 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 show that face of American capitalism to the world. I, and I, I think we we're, we're so wrapped up in our own little world. I mean, we're in North Carolina, uh, Georgia. We could drive there. You know, in, 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 in five hours, we could be right there. It's our own little world. The entire planet sees what we do. Yeah. They realize what we're doing uh, very often better than we do. They're fully aware of race relations in the United States. They know what's going on. They know how this undercuts uh, uh, our face to the world and, and, and how we have any credibility telling any other country to do anything in terms of human rights, because we're a human rights abuser in this country, and it's state-sanctioned by one of its uh, major, hopefully soon-to-not-be-major, political parties. It is, a, it is a human rights abuse. If these kinds of, of, of voting restrictions were laid on people in other countries uh-huh. that way, legally which is equivalent to, well, the mass murder, the gun he bought was legal. <laughs> I had not, which do you feel better when you hear that the gun was legal 
or that the gun might have been stolen. I don't yeah. know which makes me feel better. It doesn't matter. Shooting. It doesn't really it doesn't matter. matter. It doesn't. Right. No, but right. You, in terms of making this something that you can use in a commercial or something, the, the visuals on this aren't as cute. You know, when you turn the hoses on somebody or you put your, your knee on somebody's neck, you can show the picture of that, and it's very clear to people, oh, that shouldn't be happening. This is a little more pernicious, and it's kind of under the you, – you could show people in line. You can do that and stuff, but it, it, it's a little bit harder to show and to, to boil down to a 30-second statement that will shame Coke or Delta or Home Depot or whoever into action. Oh, I dis I disagree. I I disagree. You you do not have you don't have to have the the uh, the, the visuals of uh, someone uh, waiting in line to uh, vote, have them pulled out of the line, and have someone put a knee on them and asphyxiate them so they can't vote. It doesn't have to be that. It it, it it's there. It, it it's 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 front page news all over the country. It's it's. Uh, it's one of the top legislative priorities in in almost every It is, state but the the, the bullshit the permeations of oh, it's just everybody's got an ID, and I, don't you think everybody should have an ID? And oh my God, there's so much fraud, and people aren't following this closely, and the stuff that's able to be reframed as oh, it's just common sense. It's just common sense that people should have to vote in person. You can't vote through the mail. Anybody can get a hold of that ballot and val- and mail it in. So you're able to the, the bullshit social media ma- mainly permutations of, oh yeah this this so. makes sense I to dis- me. I disagree. I, I I disagree. And there is a uh, piece by by Jane Mayer uh, in the New Yorker right now, and I don't know how she finds this shit out, but she does. And she says at the beginning of the year the Republicans had a meeting, and of course we're not supposed to know about it. And they were all rolling their eyes saying, fuck, we can't defend this shit. We can't defend this voting shit. We can't and do yet, it. We can't and do yet. What they do. So, of course, in public, they do so. So I don't think for one second that uh, we should ever think about throwing up our hands and say, well, you know, they can get away with it because people are stupid and, and they'll believe anything the Republicans say about uh, voter ID and and." Uh, uh, dishonest vote and Trump really won the no he can't do that well you're just seeing in the beginning of it they're about they're about to go whole hog in Florida they're about to make Georgia look like a bunch of pikers in Florida which is a much bigger state obviously I mean it's and it's it's the hit record that they're playing to win the next election because they know they can't win based on the that. number of votes but you know what George Wallace stood in front of the schoolhouse door yeah and it did not stand and you know why it didn't stand because Dwight Eisenhower sent federal troops there. Now, I'm not telling that Joe Biden is going to have to send federal troops uh, to the uh, state house in Georgia to to fix. And I'm not saying that, but this is uh, they are they are over they are overplaying their hand on this, and everyone can see what it is. And and here's the thing: we have to roll back at least a couple years, even to 2018, before that election, 2018, the midterms. This was already in in full progress in a lot of states, including North Carolina, with, with voter ID. And people were wondering, is this going to save it for the Republicans and for Trump in the midterms? And it did not matter. It was overcome all over the country in all kinds of states, in, including red states. It was overcome. And then it was overcome in 2020. And Republicans, whether they want to admit it or not, they know that these tactics ultimately do not 
work, but they can't help themselves. They they cannot help. They think that this is all they've got left. And you know what? They're kind of right. You know, they can't win elections by saying our ideas are better than your ideas. No, they know that the only way that they're going to win elections in the main long term is to get a smaller voting uh, percentage out of the overall population that largely will uh, uh, knock out all the traditional groups that, that vote Democratic way more than they do. However, as far as absentee ballots goes, with older people in particular, uh, I'm sure just as many old Republicans have been voting absentee. Mm-hmm. I think that's been shown. Um, in other words, it, it, in the end, it doesn't work. And except way, that the Republicans as, gained seats in the House of Representatives and they almost got they almost regained control of the Senate. They almost, uh, except for that. I'm sorry, but, but it almost worked. Well, but th- th- that wasn't, now, look, in, in uh, Orange County, five, six seats or so flipped back, not because of uh, uh, onerous voting regulations. That it's anecdotal, but it's California anecdotal, but the, the, it's anecdotal, but the tactics in general helped. It's a fact. It's, it's, it's anecdotal, but the, the, the tactics the Republicans use helped them increase seats in the House of Representatives. In 2020. So it wasn't exactly overcome. We got the presidency back. We were able to get the Senate because Donald Trump decided to tell people in Georgia that that, that election was a fraud. And he bitched about how the fact that he didn't lose the election. But, yes, they're, they're still gaining the Republican Party. I, I, and it's not over either, by the way. These people are still doing what they're doing. And like I said, in not only in Georgia, you want to go after some companies that are based in Florida. I think they've got a couple of companies that are based in Florida and Florida is about to do this as well. You, you might want to start turning to that. I think there's a company called Disney that has some pretty big operations in Florida last time I checked. And if do you think they're going to try to get involved in this? Because they've tried to fake it, too, with the Black Lives Matter thing. They've tried to act like they are woke. We're going to see how woke they are when DeSantis starts throwing down the hammer because DeSantis wants to be in the White House. He wants to be the new Donald Trump. There's no he's not even being cute about that. There, there's nothing uh, subversive about it at all. So, we're, you know, they're still going forward with all of this stuff, as horrified as they are about this shit. That, it's their only chance of continuing to perpetuate the Republican Party well, is to Rick, do this let stuff. Me, let me just school you here for a second. As you know, I am a Disney shareholder. <laughs> yes. And I, and, I, and, I, and I hold the Disney share so I can go to the corporate meeting every year <laughs> yeah. and re-express my <laughs> anger over gay days. <laughs> I'm still upset over that. <laughs> that was that was again. Remember that? that was oh my well, god. That was not crazy. only do I remember it, I mean what you're seeing now with the culture wars, I mean that's the grandson of, of shit like that. Absolutely hundred percent the culture warriors still go on with that stuff. This is from the Jane Mayer article that you were uh, talking about, a recording obtained by the New Yorker of a private conference call January the eighth. Remember, Brad, that was just two days after remember, you know some wait, stop, stop. I want to finish this. That is what almost knocked me off my chair. January the 8th. Th- th- this happened two days. It, so if, if we think for one second that it took uh, a few weeks, a few months now for this idea of amnesia and yeah. moving on and pretending it didn't happen and pretending it was shit. Some of these people probably still had bruises on them yeah, from yeah. tripping over chairs and tripping wipe, over desks. Wipe that blood off your... Could you wipe right. that blood off your shirt and let's go? <laughs> right. so this is two days later. Go. Um, 
between policy advisor to Senator Mitch McConnell and the leaders of several prominent conservative groups, including one run by the Koch Brothers Network, reveals that the participants worry that the proposed election reforms garner too much support, not just from liberals, but also from conservative voters, too. The speakers on the call expressed alarm at the broad popularity of the bill's provision, calling for more public disclosure. Let me let me stop. What what she she's referring to H.R. one. She's talking about the Democrats mm-hmm. big voter rights bill. Not and it's just too popular. The, right. It's, That's what it's just so, we're, you know. we're scared to death. This is too popular. The participants conceded that the bill, which would stem the flow of dark money from such political donors as Charles Koch, was so popular that it wasn't worth trying to mount a public advocacy campaign to shift opinion. Let me let me translate that. We're not even going to try to lie about this thing. We're not even going to try to kill it by lying about it. Instead, we just have to do what you did with the Supreme Court nomination of Merrick Garland. Kill it. Kill it, Mitch McConnell. You have to kill it in vitro right now. We can't let this go to the floor because it's too damn popular. The American people want this. This is the perfect example of you can't have these on one hand, this. On the other hand, this. Let's pick one and have a democracy. No, this is about the fact that in this country, very often there is broad consensus on a lot of issues. And this is actually one of them. But we have an antediluvian, uh, mostly white only party that is shrinking in size and in influence. And so they keep changing the rules of the game and uh, moving the sidelines in and doing all these things through these kinds of laws that are being passed around the country to try to maintain their lead. It it, it would be as if in in football, the uh, Republican team has now passed a rule. The rule is when we score a touchdown, it's worth six points. When you guys score a touchdown, it's worth five, (laughs) which is actually a pretty good analogy because, as you know, because of the distorted system that we have, including the U.S. Senate, the Electoral College, gerrymandering, and the like, Democrats have to win by much larger margins all over the country than Republicans do in in order to uh, maintain uh, power or or control over uh, uh, all kinds of of uh, uh, things that are, are voted they just do it's just that's the way it works because you know the uh, uh, the Republicans have it fixed in their favor they're doing it and, and they're they're doing it right now and the uh, the bill that was proposed in North Carolina the other day, on on gerrymandering, you want to talk? I mean, it is so not obnoxious. It's so reasonable that, of course, it has no chance to pass because Republicans always will oppose this if they have the majority. And the Democrats are in charge. They'd be against it. Shut up. That's not the point. That is not the point. Um, you know, this is a redistricting year, twenty twenty. So the Republicans, they get their chance to, to try to redraw fucked up districts that can be litigated for the next decade. And just like they do all the time on purpose, they're going to do that. And I think North Carolina is getting another uh, district. We're going to get another representative in Congress, New York or Illinois. Somebody's losing one up there. Yeah, stop moving and, here. And, and, and we're getting right. We're getting quit uh, moving here. 
There's right. no good restaurants here. People can't drive here. The weather sucks. Taxes are high. Quit moving here. Stop. Right, right, right. Uh, so um, this this uh, bill that's that's uh, being uh, proposed, I think Pricey Harrison of uh, our own part of the world is the uh, the lead person here. It would uh, it it would allow the citizens to vote on whether we want to have an independent body do uh, do uh, redistricting. It is think about that. It just would allow us to vote on the I just, idea. I just want people to vote on whether there's gay marriage or whether a transgender person can use what bathroom. That's the only stuff I want people to vote on. Right. I don't right. care about this shit. This is oh, this wait, is not keep, But keep keep in mind this would not take effect until the next time there's redistricting. That's 10 years from now. So yeah. Republicans suck so bad that they cannot do what is the best thing, clearly, for um, democracy, for for good government, for fairness, for all those things that they pretend that they are for, which they're, of course, 100% against because it threatens their power, 10 years from now. And we'll see whether that makes it through the legislative process at all or whether it gets killed just a the, uh, usual suspects just a little bit more on this article kyle mckenzie is with the cokes and he told the group that uh, the legislation's opponents would have to rely on republicans in the senate where the bill is now under debate to use under the dome type strategies meaning legislative maneuvers like that filibuster because turning public opinion against it would be incredibly difficult he said mckenzie did that the coke funded group had invested substantial resources to see if we could find any message that would activate and persuade conservatives on this issue <laughs> they haven't been able to find anything it's very easy to use the hey billionaires are buying elections thing as it turns out brad that resonates with both conservatives liberals and people who identify as neither of those <laughs> so we just can't have this kill the bill kill the bill kill the and that was the message that they had on january the 8th Two days after, you know, people tried to murder Mike Pence. It, it, does, it doesn't matter, Britt. They're still going to vote against it as a block, and there aren't going to be uh, there aren't going to be uh, uh, fifty votes uh, that are going to uh, uh, a, a part of the Republican caucus would be what ten of them. They need ten plus fifty Democrats right. to, to get it through with the sixty. So. I don't know whether they can even do this with just the the reconciliation 50 vote thing. Um, So what you're saying and what Jane Mayer is writing is 100 percent true. But we've been down this road before. And if I recall, when the whole Merrick Garland thing uh, came up and Mitch McConnell uh, immediately snarl, oh, we're not going to fucking vote on this guy. <laughs> right. The, <laughs> right. First, the first inclination was an article kind of like this one, which said, oh, the American people, they know, they know fair. They, they know this is ridiculous. They, they don't support that. And it did not matter one iota. It is when you are a party, a shrinking minority party that uh, feels the walls closing in. You don't care about public opinion. Public opinion means nothing. It it it, it means nothing to you. It, it it is all you care about is making sure that that plaque is on that door in that building in that city in that capital. That's all that matters to you. Nothing else matters. You don't care. 
I'm trying to look at I'm trying I'm trying to look at some of the arguments now against HR one and what the Republicans have made. Uh, they're saying it's a direct attack on free speech and federalism. That's 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 one of the arguments that they're trying to make. They cannot win again. This is this is just like everything else. They can't win the war based on the vote, so they have to game the system. It's and, the same and, thing. And by the way, by the way, um, uh, I have a new rule. This is uh, kind of my own little Godwin's law, which that one's the one that in any online discussion. This is a twenty-year-old law, but it still holds. Any online discussion, anytime someone invokes Hitler, the uh, discussion blows up right the guy you lose i don't that right that doesn't count anymore i think i think we blew that one out of the water and even the guy that 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 came up with it said no but (laughs) um my my rule is any discussion of anything where the word federalism is used means you've lost the argument because no one no one repeat no one knows what federalism means. They think that federalism means the federal government tells you what to do, don't they? Right? Yeah. They don't they don't know that federalism means that the federal government does what it's assigned to do and the states get to do what they're assigned to do. And anything that the federal government is specifically assigned to, the states get to do. Now, because that used to be called states' rights, which is how they tried to uh, campaign and still campaign against uh, integration of schools. And what about my state's right to tell the uh, federal government to uh, fuck off? Uh, What about federalism? See, it confuses the the argument. It does. I don't want the federal government telling my state what to do because I believe in federalism. It's a terrible word, and it it doesn't help any kind of of argument. So I say that if the Republicans in their attempt to attack HR uh, 1, what is it called? The For the People's uh, Right, whatever it's called. Um, if they're using the word federal, they've lost. They've, they have. They've totally <laughs> lost the argument. <laughs> if and that's again, your argument, yeah. Right, they've lost the argument, but they may win the war, and this may not become law. It it may not. But But clearly, it's the uh, it's the right thing to do. Pretty interesting. Uh, we talked about Coke and mm-hmm. a Coke brother in the same uh, podcast. That doesn't right. happen very often. Who does that? Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, where do you get that sort of amazing right. analysis? And by the way, how come nobody talks about the dead Coke brother still contributing lots of money? Is it, is it, it's, it's, it's terrible if uh, if I use a dead person to vote right now. But can a dead Coke brother still control? Well, look, I mean, if Hugo Chavez can still Hugo Chavez can still control elections, the dead Coke brother can still give money. Brad and Brit.com.